I just didn't want to be the blind kid. I think that's really the thing for me. I, I walked through a lot of my childhood just trying to fit in, just trying to be normal. Hi, I'm Megan Finnerty, and this is the Beacon Story Podcast from the Foundation Fighting Blindness and the Allergan Foundation. We're featuring funny, unexpected stories from people with blindness or vision loss and the medical specialists working to research, treat, and end blinded diseases. In this episode, musician Charlie Kramer will talk about how he didn't want to grow up to be the blind kid, the one with glasses and the cane, the one who can't drive like all the other kids. In fact, Charlie didn't even know how dramatic his vision loss was until he was a teenager. I was diagnosed with retinitis pigmentosa when I was five. It's, it's something that runs in my family, actually. So my mom has it. It runs on my mom's side, and it goes all the way up our lineage. Uh, I have a sister, an older sister, and she has it as well. And we've kind of grown up as like a, a community with it, where uh, I've always been really connected with my, with my mom, my sister, and my dad. I have a very close family. And uh, it was scary for my parents to have the idea that we could possibly have RP. What does RP mean? What is that? Basically, I, it, it makes me look like I'm looking through a boba straw. If anyone doesn't know what boba is, it's just a slightly bigger straw. So it's like looking through a small tunnel. Most people have 10, most people have 90 degrees of vision in every single direction, uh, but I have 10. Uh, so it's really like a small, fine little point that I can see ahead of me. Uh, and then I also have something called uh, night blindness, which is pretty much exactly what it sounds like. I can't see in the dark. If it's dark outside or if it's dark inside and you walk into a room like a movie theater, my eyes don't adjust to the darkness. It just stays dark forever. So that's kind of, that's really the journey that I go through. You know, I, I remember honestly having a very normal childhood. I was completely a normal kid because the way that I have RP in, in my family uh, is, is that it actually progresses over time. So when I was really little, my vision felt pretty normal. I didn't really experience not seeing things on the side of me. I didn't bump into things that often. It wasn't until really I got into about middle school that I got to the point where I was really struggling with things. But I played high school baseball with RP. I played, um, you know, basketball and soccer with my friends and I was super active. Uh, of course, music is a huge aspect of my life. But when I was younger, I had no intentions of being a musician. I had every intentions of being in Major League Baseball and that I'm glad it didn't happen, but it definitely it definitely did not happen. I think for me, the, the biggest challenge has really stemmed from watching my mom and my sister have a different journey than what I experience. So, you know, when I was younger, my mom really wanted me to wear sunglasses. I wore them. I looked ridiculous. They were like these 90s gold tinted glasses and I had a bowl cut. Um, you know, I I just didn't want to be the blind kid. I think that's really the, the thing for me. I, I walked through a lot of my childhood just trying to fit in, just trying to be normal. And for the most part, nobody noticed anything. No one noticed that I was going through anything. Uh, but on the inside, I was losing my vision a lot faster than my sister was and my mom was. My mom, uh, she was able to drive for quite some time and so was my sister actually. My sister's two years older than me and she drove all throughout high school 
And she actually drove me to school in our 1996 Ford Windstar. And I was set. I was totally set on having that Ford Windstar that I could drive my friends around in. I just expected because my sister saw well enough that I was going to be the same. My mom had was able to drive. My sister was able to drive. I'm going to be able to drive. And that just absolutely was not the case. So I actually started learning how to drive from my dad and we were all expecting that it was going to work out. And then I started to take my permit test and I remember going to the doctor and soon after that doctor's appointment, there was kind of like radio silence around my house about me getting my permit. And I just got lazy and I did not get it. I think it was 16. You can get it at 15 and a half in California at the time, at least. Um, and I just didn't, I just didn't get it. I was like, whatever, I'll get it when I get it. I'm not worried about it. And I remember going up to my sister one day and saying, you know what? I'm finally going to go get that permit. And I'll never forget the feeling of just like that feeling when your heart just like swells, it swells up. And she, she looked me right in the eyes. She said, you haven't talked to mom and dad. And I said, no. I said, well, you know, you can't drive. You have to talk to mom and dad. You're not allowed to. And that was the day that I found out that I was legally blind at the age of 16. So for me, it was, it was honestly, it was heartbreaking. I held it in and I acted as if it wasn't heartbreaking for quite some time. Cause again, right. I wanted to be the normal kid. For some reason, I was just enamored with being normal enamored with being normal. And it wasn't until later in my life, about 10 years after I was in a really serious uh, relationship. And my partner at the time helped me to just come to grips with the idea that it was best for me to really open up and share what I was doing. So I, I started telling people like, look, this is who I am. And I started using a blind cane every day. I heard someone say, you'll hear the story of using a white cane. I strictly use colored canes. I don't use a white cane. My canes are black, green, and pink. And I'm planning on getting every color of the rainbow that I possibly can because I want to own and be connected to who, to who I am. So I've been looking to create some kind of program with group singing because that's my biggest passion, getting a group of people together, almost like you're at the Hollywood Bowl at your favorite band's concert and everyone is singing. I love creating those moments. That's what my life's work is about. And I wanted to do something powerful like that. So uh, I ended up gaining the, the guts uh, to create something called Singing in the Dark, which is a blindfolded singing experience. And it's absolutely changed my life. It's an experience where people don't use their eyesight. They don't feel that judgment of people looking at them while they're singing because uh, it's, it's so hard. You, you're so distracted by so many things when you use your eyes. And it's also a healing experience. I take people through meditation and it's absolutely changed my outlook on who I am as a person. And it's made me actually fall in love with myself. Uh, and it's been an enormous gift. And for me, my, my story and my lesson has just been about finding light in the darkness and learning that owning up to who I truly am. I never wanted to be the blind musician. I, I am. I'm blind and I'm a musician. And I, and I love who I am. And I think it's such a beautiful, powerful thing to be able to do that. Uh, thank you so much for hearing and listening to my story. 
That was musician Charlie Kramer. We want to thank Charlie for sharing his story, his music, and his sense of humor. The Foundation Fighting Blindness is sharing these stories so you can understand life with vision loss, as well as the everyday moments that make these storytellers' lives like and unlike everyone else's. In 1971, a passionate group of families wanted to help their loved ones, and they set out to drive the search for finding treatments and cures to end blinding retinal diseases. Learn more about their work at fightingblindness.org.